Garden Chapel News Network, where we like to say, the Bible is God's word and is always true. Today is Easter, and for many of us across the world, we are celebrating the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It is the most important thing that has ever happened in history. In fact, we have many reports of people who saw with their own eyes that Jesus was alive. For more about our top story of the day, we go to our field reporter, Matthew, who's covering the story of Easter in Israel. Matthew, are you there? Uh, hi, Kylie, yes. Uh, I am here in Jerusalem. I'm at the garden and a wooded area behind me, as you can see. Ah, what can you tell us about what's going on over there? Well, yeah, it, it all started just a few days ago here in Jerusalem. During the time of Passover, uh, people were having a great time remembering what God had done for them in the land of Egypt. Uh, but we caught word about midnight that people were actually gathering together. They had arrested Jesus and they were going to be trying him for blasphemy. Blasphemy? Yeah, that's right. Blasphemy. He was, they were saying he was claiming to be God. That's a big no-no in Jewish culture. Well, what happened next, Matthew? Well, the trial didn't go well for the religious leaders. Turns out they were bringing in false reports against Jesus. The only thing that people could actually agree on that night was that Jesus stated that he would, uh, Jesus would destroy the temple of God and in three days be able to build it up again. So the angry crowd actually took Jesus away to the religious leader Caiaphas's house. Uh, they wanted to find some reason to kill Jesus, but Jesus had done nothing wrong, in fact. They took him away uh, to see Pilate, the Roman governor. And what did Pilate end up doing? Yeah, Pilate didn't find Jesus guilty of anything either, but he had flogged and whipped him really bad anyway. Uh, Pilate's soldiers then made a crown of thorns and jammed it into Jesus' head, causing him to bleed. They put a purple robe around him and pretended to bow down to him. In fact, we have reports that they were making fun of him at that point. After that, Pilate gave the people an option to release either Jesus or Barabbas, a thief and a murderer. I was sure that they were going to choose Jesus because he seemed innocent. However, uh, the crowd was persuaded by the religious leaders to chant Barabbas, Barabbas. And then Pilate said, hey, what do you want me to do with Jesus? And they started yelling, crucify him, crucify him. I mean, this is, this is all pretty bad stuff. So Pilate eventually washed his hands of Jesus and simply told the crowd, do whatever you want. After that, after they had done all that, they led Jesus away to be hung on a cross. It's very real and terrible stuff happening here, Kylie. You could barely recognize Jesus as he left the palace carrying his cross. Now you said the religious leaders were persuading the crowd. Did they do anything else at the event? Yeah, from what, what I could see, they were standing around Jesus yelling at him and making fun of him. They even put a sign above his head that read, This is Jesus, King of the Jews. Two other men were crucified with Jesus, two thieves in fact. It seemed that one was mocking Jesus on the cross, the other one eventually pleaded with Jesus to save him. Interesting. And what happened to Jesus then? Well yeah, about noon, darkness covered over the land. I've never seen anything like it in all my years of reporting. It was sunny one moment, complete darkness the next. We heard Jesus crying out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Uh, shortly after that, Jesus cried out and gave up his spirit. Uh, Jesus died there, hanging on the cross. Sorry to interrupt you, Matthew, but it turns out there were reports coming in that said that the time of Jesus' death, there were earthquakes, tombs broke open, and the veil in the temple that separated the Holy of Holies ripped wide open. Yes, yes, I, I checked in on all those stories, all of them true. In fact, 
uh, one of the centurions told me there at the base of the cross, surely this man must be the Son of God. Wow, pretty amazing stuff. It all seems miraculous, doesn't it, Matthew? Yes, yes it does, Kylie, but that, that's not the whole story yet. But isn't Jesus dead? I mean, what else could there be to tell? You would think so, right? Yet, there's more to this story. Jesus died on the cross and two of his friends came by to actually take his body down and bury him in a tomb not too far from this garden here. In fact, uh, a large stone was placed in front of the tomb and Pilate sent soldiers to stand guard to make sure no one would steal Jesus' body. Three days after Jesus died, two friends of Jesus's, both named Mary, went to the tomb to rub spices on his body. Uh, they were very, in fact, sad that Jesus had died. That's interesting, but what does that have to do with the rest of the story, Matthew? While the women were on their way, a large earthquake had taken place here in the garden. Uh, we heard a report that an angel actually came down from the sky, rolled the stone away, and in fact sat on it. His appearance was like of lightning. His clothes were as white as snow, we were told. The guards were so shaken by fear that they had passed out and fallen on the ground. Whoa, was not expecting that, Matthew. Neither was I. Uh, it seems that the angel had a message for these women. He told them, do not be afraid. Jesus is not here. He has risen from the dead, just as he said he would. Wow, now that's a message. Anything else we should know? Yep, the women were so happy at this message uh, and that Jesus was alive, they left the tomb to go tell Jesus' disciples about what had happened there. Just as they were leaving, in fact, Jesus appeared to them and Mary and Mary both fell down and worshiped Jesus at his feet. Jesus told them not to be afraid, but to go and tell the disciples to head to Galilee, and that's where he would meet them at. Matthew, we don't have those reports here that Jesus appeared to Peter and the other disciples. Plus, it seems that many other people saw Jesus alive with their own eyes over a period of 50 days. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right, Kylie. We have reports that about 500 other people saw Jesus in 50 days. Uh, in fact, Jesus had gathered up his disciples uh, there at the end of the 50 days, and it, we were told he ascended into the air before them saying that he would come back for them one day and that they should go and tell the world what he came to do. They were to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them all that Jesus had taught them to do. Thank you for the miraculous report, Matthew. And if our viewers want to hear more about the story, where should they go? Yeah, that, that's a good question, Kylie. You can actually read my report in Matthew 22 through 28. Uh, it's published there within the Bible. Uh, it's there for everyone to read and to believe. All of it's true historical facts. You can even read my fellow reporter stories. Uh, Mark published his in Mark 14 through 16. Luke gave his uh, story in Luke 22 through 24. And John's account you can find in John 18 through 21. All of those point out that Jesus did die on the cross, why he had to die on the cross, and how he rose again from the dead. Like we say here at Garden Chapel News, the Bible is God's word and it's always true. Thanks, Matthew. You're welcome, Kylie. This is Matthew signing out. That's it for Garden Chapel News. We hope that you found the story of Jesus' death and resurrection intriguing, as we want you to go and read it for yourselves. Remember, the Bible is God's word and it is always true. This is Kylie Edder signing off. Well, I hope you all enjoyed our short rendition of the Easter story this year. 
I want you to know that Jesus' purpose for coming to earth was to save us from our sins. Jesus came to die on the cross to show us God's love so that whoever believes in him or believes in Jesus would not perish but have eternal life. See, Jesus came to die so that we could be forgiven of our sins and so that he could bring us back to God. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. See, Jesus died on the cross to satisfy the wrath of God towards sin. His resurrection proved that God is satisfied with Jesus' payment. See, if Jesus had died and never been raised up, he would have been like a military leader who died without a throne. But Jesus conquered death just as he said he would. If there was no resurrection, the Apostle Paul says our faith would be worthless. We would be still dead in our sins. But Jesus' resurrection gives us hope for our resurrection. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead will raise our bodies one day back to life. See, Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection are not the end of the story. They're just simply the center of it. See, this is God's plan for you. It's the message that Christ brought about His salvation and His kingdom, and He wants you to be a part of it today. If you're saying to yourself that you want to be a part of God's kingdom, then I want you to follow these simple steps. First, you need to understand that God rules. God created everything, and He's in charge of it all. The second thing we need to understand is we sinned. Since the time of Adam and Eve, everyone has chosen to disobey God. The Bible calls this sin. Because God is perfectly holy, He can't be around sin. So sin separates us from God, and it deserves God's punishment of death. But three, God provided. God sent His Son, Jesus, the perfect solution to our sin problem, to rescue us from the punishment that we deserve. See, it's something that we sinners could never earn on our own. Jesus alone saves. The th next one is Jesus gives. Jesus lived the perfect life that we could not, and he died on the cross for our punishment. But he also rose again. And because Jesus gave up his life for us, we can be welcomed into God's family or God's kingdom for all of eternity. This is the best gift ever. And the next thing we need to understand is we each need to respond. You can respond to Jesus. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says it this way. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. See, we need to not only confess Jesus Christ is our Lord and that He is alive, but we need to believe it in our hearts as well. And see, the Bible makes it clear that if we do these two things, we too will be entered and welcomed into the kingdom and family of God forever. See, we need to repent, which means to turn away from ourselves and from our sins and turn to Jesus. And then Jesus wants us to go out and tell others about our faith in Him. See, that is how we become a part of God's kingdom. I pray that each one of you guys learn about how much it is God loves you today and what he's done for you. I hope that each of you are having a great Easter, and I want you all to remember, he has risen, he has risen indeed.